Welcome to the Bear Down Podcast. I'm Kenzie Fowler-Quinn and joining us today, a couple of Arizona track stars. We have Tally Bonds and Jordan Geis. Thank you guys so much. I know you're busy, but thanks for fitting in some time. Join us. Thanks for having us. Yeah, let's let's talk about um, where we're at right now in the season. Can you kind of break down how the track season works and where you guys are at in the season right now? For sure, yeah. So the way track and field works at college, it's kind of split up into two different seasons. So we have an indoor season and an outdoor season. Uh, indoor season starts as early as December in some places. Our team usually opens up in January, and that'll go towards uh, mid-March, which is right around the halfway point in the semester. And then after the indoor season, we start our outdoor season the very next week, and that goes until uh, second week of June, which will be the NCAA championships right now. We're kind of getting into our postseason. We just finished our regular season meets, and now we're getting ready for our Pac-12 championships, national qualifiers, and nationals coming up next week. I love that both of you do multiple events. I think that's uh, just really fun as a viewer. Um, But let's take it back to how everything got started. Was it always those two events for you? Was it always even track? With humble beginnings, where did it all all start for both of you? Uh, So when I was a kid, I probably did every sport possible. I tried everything out. Um, I didn't start track until high school. Um, And then even then, my dream was to be a collegiate volleyball player uh, and never really realized that I was going to be in track like for the long run mm-hmm. until my junior year of high school. Um, so that's what kind of happened. And then when I was recruited, I was I was recruited to be a heptathlete, um, which is the seven men. Right. Um, so that's what I did for my first two years. And then after two years, I just had so many injuries and uh, decided to just focus on my two favorite events, which was the 100-meter hurdles and high jumps. So that's how I got to where I am. Awesome. <laughs> and then what about you, Jordan? Uh, Pretty similar start, kind of started off playing football, baseball, basketball when I was really young and then um, figured out I wasn't good at baseball, so I needed something else to do in the spring. So What position in baseball? I was so bad, I don't even remember. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Um, So when I was eight, actually, I started doing track and field. I started throwing shot put discus. Both of my parents were uh, D2 All-American throwers back in Pennsylvania. Um, So I started throwing when I was eight. Played basketball all the way through middle school, football all the way through my sophomore year, and then focused just on track. Um, Only shot put discus until I came out to college and I started throwing hammer. And then over time, the hammer started to surpass the discus and shot put was still kind of my main event. So over time, we dropped the discus and just focused on shot put and hammer. Wow. So very different. Started early and then kind of figured it out late. What is it for your events or maybe just the sport of track that kind of drew you in because you both dabbled in different sports? So what was it that stuck? Uh, track has always been in my family. My mom did it when she was in high school and then my older sister did it uh, when she was in high school as well. And she was really, really good at it. Ended up coming here um, and running. So I don't know, just seeing her success, I was like, hmm, maybe I could <laughs> do try that well. out a little yeah, bit. So okay. I decided to try it out. Um, just probably wanted to copy everything that she did. Smoking like a little sister. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, One of the things that drew me to it was just kind of being a little bit different from the other sports I played and that was an individual sport. Um, So playing basketball, baseball, or football, you could have the best game of your life and if the rest of the team's not doing well, then you still end up losing and you're upset. But in track and and field, the results are a direct output of whatever you're putting into it, your efforts – and how you do on that day. I think that's one of the main things that attracted me to it. It's a great way to put it. You kind of forget about that a little bit. 
I think that's also maybe something that's hard about individual sports is it's, you know, you got to turn the mirror a little bit and look at yourself, but you guys have had so much success. So it's been fun to watch. We were talking about this earlier. You guys are in your sixth and sixth year, seventh year, sixth year. Okay. Just six, just six. (laughs) But both of you didn't both of you break your records at home this year. That's pretty cool. Can we talk about that for a moment? I mean, you travel so much, you compete at all these different places to do it here at home. What does that mean for both of you? I mean, for me, it's pretty cool. I felt like a, a little celebrity, to be honest. Um, <laughs> as you, as never, you should. Which as I've you, never felt before. No, as you should. And I mean, just having like the home crowd, like support you and like be so excited to see you do well. I mean, it was so cool for me because I've never really felt something like that before. Like I said, I felt like a little celebrity. I had some people asked me to sign their tickets and yes. take a picture with them. So I was like, this is so cool. And it was just so cool to do it at home and have all the fans. And Yeah, pretty similar here. I mean, competing here for six years, it's just kind of really special to do it in front of all the people that have helped get you to where you are now, whether it be your coach, your head coach, your support staff, strength and conditioning, everyone comes to the home meet. So they kind of get to see the culmination of the work that we've done together over the past however many years. Well, I'm going to use that segue. Is there someone in your journey through these long six years, I'm sure they've flown by, um, that maybe has stood out to you in your development or someone that you means a lot to you, just kind of a shout out time for you and your careers? It could be someone at home or someone here on campus. My parents, first of all, they have flown across the country to every single one of my meets, no matter where we are. I mean, we went to the Bahamas this yeah. outdoor season and they we're in the Bahamas. Well, I'm sure that was probably <laughs> decision. Yeah. But still, I mean, like, no matter how far away it is, they're always there. And so that's just really special to me to have that support system. And then also Coach Harvey. I mean, he's believed in me the second I got in here. And I didn't get that at my old school. So it was like a whole new thing to have somebody like believe in me and want me to do well. And, and he just knows exactly what I need. And um, I really like that he doesn't just care about your athletic cares about you as a person and where you're going in life and and all the other stuff and so yeah for me i think the main one's going to be family i come from a really big family and um ever since i left high school even in high school they were nothing but supportive of any decision i made whether it was going through good times or bad times they were always there for me and then also coach harvey um, bringing me in six years ago being a man of his word and doing whatever was best for me in my time here um even so sending me to Penn Relays last weekend where I'm from to kind of have my own special senior moment there with my family again to celebrate that with them as well as um, TJ Crater my previous throws coach uh, no longer at the university but recruiting me coaching me for five years as well as Lucas McKay my current throws coach getting me to where I'm at now. I want to touch on those um, Penn Relays that you went to. Uh, How was that I heard there was like, would you have 60 people in attendance maybe or more? Somewhere around friends? there, yeah. So my mom's one of 12 and the most of our siblings still live in the Philadelphia, New Jersey, Delaware area. So they ended up renting a school bus and taking that from my aunt's house into downtown Philadelphia <laughs> <laughs> to go to the track meet and get that kind of support. It's something we did three years in high school and a uh, big family. They were all there all three of those years. So it was just pretty special to come back six years later and see that same support. And then of course you get the dub. Got so the you dub, get, got yeah. the meet record, got the watch, all that fun stuff. Oh, yeah. the watch. Yes. We're talking about that's the, that was the prize, the watch. Oh, so yeah. that's big time. That's awesome. I want you both just to take a second and humble brag on yourselves and think about all of your success. Um, 
I don't want to hear the cliche. It's the journey. No, I want to hear like what's your biggest award, your biggest um, win. Maybe it was just that. I don't know. It's it's up to you guys. But I think we need to brag about ourselves a little bit more when we have success like this. So, Tally, we'll start with you. What's been your biggest achievement that you're proud of? Probably my biggest achievement um, was being an All-American this past indoor. I placed uh, seventh in the NCAA, so seventh in the country. Um, and then also every single indoor meet, I broke my own school record. So I just kept lowering it and lowering it. So that was pretty cool to, to see that. What happen. goes into that? How do you do that? Oh, I wish I knew. Okay. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> um, I don't know. I just, I mean, it was really small increments, but Right, still. but you're still getting faster. Like. Um, yeah, I mean, I just, the training, I mean, it, that's how it's supposed to go. It's supposed right. to get better towards championship season. So, I mean, it worked. Um, and I ended up getting seventh. And I was really proud of that. My uh, my second All-American um, award. And so, yeah. For me, it's uh, indoors. Won national championship in the shot put. Um, this was my, I'm trying to count now. This is my 10th or 11th national championship that I've competed in. And um, highest placement up until then was third. A um, couple fifths, couple thirds, and just over time, always being that close to mm-hmm. being the winner, but always being the bridesmaid, never the bride. <laughs> um, so I think just kind of, again, a culmination of all the work that I put in over the past six years, all the different support that I've had with our sports staff, my coaches, my family, just kind of that relief, I guess, almost of being able yeah. to finally do that my last year. How did you handle that pressure? Because like you're saying, you're so close for so long and you know you can do it and then you finally do do it but what was that pressure like it was a a tremendous amount of pressure most of it on myself just kind of thinking about what legacy i want to try to leave behind and um one of the things that was always unchecked was being a national champion i made usa teams i've um won national meets at high school i've done all this other stuff but never won an ncaa championship which i think was something that was my main goal and coach harvey's main goal with me coming to the University of Arizona and finally being able to do that. Tally, I want to ask you about your family. I know you mentioned um, that your sister also ran here, and I understand you come from a very, maybe not as big a family as Jordan's, but a very big competitive family with a lot of different sports and athletes. So can you just kind of break us your your family down about who does what and maybe where? Yeah. So uh, my older sister, Tiana, ran here. She did the hurdles. Um, she was also a multi first the hurdles. Um, and then my younger sister under me, Quincy, she actually came here to play soccer and then she ended up transferring. So now she's at Utah Valley and she plays soccer and runs track there. And then my youngest sister, she's a freshman at BYU and she runs track as well there. My mom, um, played field hockey was her main thing in, um, high school. And then my dad played basketball. They both got scholarships to go play collegially, but didn't take them and yeah. just went a different way. Yeah. Um, and then actually my husband, I don't know if this counts as Absolutely. what you care yeah. about. Um, I met him at Utah State and he was a high jumper there. And I mean, he won the mountain list. I don't know how many times. Wow. Too many times to count. A lot of uh, so yeah. I, both of you. Yeah. yeah. So I think our kids will be good little high jumpers. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, not to not to put too much pressure on them. Yeah, you know, let them find their own <laughs> of journey. Course, but of you know, here, 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 here's some shoes. Yeah. Um, 
I also wanted to ask you, what's the biggest difference um, for you personally from last year to this year? You were talking about how you're named an All-American, definitely your biggest achievement. Training, you're still getting faster as we speak. But what went into that big jump for you? Yeah, so I mean, last year, I mean, I was good, but it's not even compared to what I am this year. Um, So it's been, I don't know, it's cool to see how much I've grown. And I think one of the main things that has gone into it is like my mental side of things. Um, I'm like starting to see myself as an elite athlete now when before I was, I never really thought of myself as that. And so the more I like believe in myself and think like, I deserve to be here just like everybody else, uh, the better I do. And I just think confidence. Um, and I think the people around me has also helped that. Um, like I said, Coach Harvey, he tells me how good I am all the time. And, <laughs> that yeah. um, and so, yeah, I think confidence is, um, a big one and then also just being older yeah. and more mature and stronger than I was I mean being six years kind of an advantage I mean you're a lot older than the 18 year olds <laughs> that come in as freshmen um, so I think that that has a lot to do with it so I'm glad that I kept going for six years to see how good I am getting rather than have stopped earlier and not seeing the progress no, it is a great point with like the COVID year. We're seeing some of, you know, the older athletes that we never would have seen before because you get that extra year. But for both of you being leaders on your track team, how has it been to be able to be the wisdomous one and talk to these young kids, these freshmen who are maybe big eyed and trying to slow the game down for them and slow down their routine and you can kind of give them that wisdom? It's definitely very different. I'm 24 years old and I'm competing against 17 year olds for coming out of high school. Right. So that's a pretty big age gap, but it's also a pretty big experience gap. Um, some of the younger kids, I think still just trying to balance being a full-time student while training as a full-time athlete. Some of them are still working jobs. So I think just kind of sharing my experiences in the past too, and kind of the way I learned can kind of help them expedite that and try to navigate that a little bit more efficiently early so that uh, it's not taking them three, four years to be able to figure that out. Is there something that you would have told yourself when you were now thinking about where you are now, you think about where you started when you're 18 years old as a freshman? What, I mean, what kind of wisdom would you give yourself? The biggest thing I would have told myself is you're an idiot. <laughs> you don't know everything. Don't act like you do. I mean, I wish I would have talked to a lot more people and I would have listened to a lot more people. And I think um, just trying to think for myself, but also taking in different people's inputs to kind of mold myself. Um, at that younger age would have made me a lot better, a lot faster. I'd probably say to enjoy every moment. I mean, it goes by so fast. Even we got two extra years in it and still it just feels too fast for me. Um, and I think like as a freshman, I was so like caught up in, I don't know, like, oh, this practice went bad or this meet went bad. And I wish I would have just enjoyed the journey a little bit more because I mean, it gets better and you get better and I don't know. It just takes time, even though that it's hard to hear when you're young that it might take time for you to get to where you want to be. But it's true. And I just think enjoying the process is better than just trying to struggle through the process. So hundred percent. Um, I hate to ask this because I remember being asked this as well, but you are a senior. So what is next? What I know, I know we have a lot of unfinished business here for Arizona for you guys, but you know, couple years from now, like what, what are the goals for you? Because I know maybe there are some opportunities there for both of you. 
Uh, so my main goal is going to be to try to compete professionally once I'm done graduating, try to avoid having to get a real job and just keep yes. trying to throw shop for a living. <laughs> um, unfortunately, in this sport, there's not a lot of money, especially in the throws. So um, it's going to be a struggle, but it's a leap of faith that I'm going to take and um, try to fulfill my dream of representing Team USA in the Olympics. Very similar. Yeah, very similar. Um, I'm going to train post-legally, hopefully get a contract or something, sign with somebody and, and go to the Olympic trials next year and hopefully make the Olympics. Cause I mean, we both have the standard already, right? Yeah. So just have to come top three, <laughs> like it's easy. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so that's, I mean, that's the dream. That's the goal. Yeah. Um, yeah. Do it while you can. Yeah. All right. Well, um, I'm going to wrap up the serious part of things and we're going to do our last segment, which is quick, like a cat. We've got five questions. I just want to hear, you know, the answer that pops off your head. First thing you think of, um, are you superstitious before meets? And if you are about what? I am not. Okay. I wouldn't say I'm superstitious, but I always like to eat like Thai food before I run. I don't know why, but that would be superstitious. I mean, it's not like <laughs> it's not like I have to. Like, I think, oh, if I didn't eat the type, we don't do bad. But like, mm -hmm. I like to eat it. Okay. But yeah. Okay. That's the only thing. Fair. <laughs> Best concert you've ever been to? I have two. So the first one is Taylor Swift. Yes. Her 1989 tour from my sophomore year of high school. Yes. Who were the surprise guests? I had um, Little Big Town. Was mine. And then so my weird. senior high school, I went and saw Garth Brooks. Who, yes. He's really awesome. He won Performer of the Year in the 90s, however many times. He was really cool. Was that in Glendale? That was in Las Vegas. I oh. Yeah, that was pretty wow. fun. Wow. Okay. Very nice. Okay. Since he said two, I'll say two. Because I can't say. <laughs> um, <laughs> probably the first one was Chris Brown and Trey Songz. Oh, wow. I went in high what? school. I was going to say, that had to be a... Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> and <now>. then <laughs> uh, the second one was Nicki Minaj. Oh. Also in high school. I went with my mom. Love that. And she loved it. So Awesome. Um, I didn't follow up. I was supposed to order by James Francis about you wearing a Taylor Swift shirt, <laughs> winning an award or something. I don't know. I, so I serious journalism here. So that was my sophomore year. I went to that concert and I went to buy a t-shirt. I was like, can I get that in XL? Like, yep. True thing. Here you go. I didn't know it was in women's sizes. <laughs> so it's like, it's a men's medium and I still wear it. I'm a double X now. <laughs> And I still, so we do our red, white, and blue team every year, right? So I'm on the blue team and it's okay. a blue shirt. So Perfect. that's what I wear to compete in every year yes. is, this, is this almost crop top looking <laughs> yes. blue Taylor Swift shirt. Is what I used very to in style in. now. It's all about the crop. Mm -hmm. But in high school, Vintage. I think what he's referring to is um, indoors. Um, we didn't have a high school track team. Uh -huh. So I would just wear whatever I wanted to to compete. So I used to wear this shirt to compete at indoor meets. And my senior year at high school, I broke the national record for a 16 pound, which is the college weight shot put thrown by a high schooler wearing in, a Taylor Swift shirt. T-Swift shirt. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yes, love that. Okay, glad, good follow up there. Um, if you weren't a track star, what sport would you be playing? I'd probably be playing football. Um, I played through my sophomore year, and even in my sophomore year, I was getting recruited by Wisconsin was the big school that I ended up getting recruited by by then. And then they came to visit my school the week after I quit football. Mm -hmm. But otherwise, if I wasn't doing track, I'd probably still be playing football. How many times has the 
football program here come to talk to you? Too many. Too many. <laughs> I can guess that. <laughs> Offensive line, I would guess. I don't know. I'd, I'd shave some pounds. I think I'd yeah. play linebacker. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Back in my day, Quick I was kind of fast. Yeah, yeah. Not anymore. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, mine would definitely be beach volleyball. Yeah. I love it. That's I, what I do on my on my. Oh, really? I, every time I go out there, I'm like, man, this is life. I've got music. You're just in the sun all the time. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, what is your favorite event to watch when you're not competing? Track. Like you're like watching them. You don't do it. You're like, that looks fun. I think everyone loves pole vault. Mm. Just because it's risky. It's dangerous. Mm-hmm. It's edgy. Yeah. That's the... <laughs> <laughs> no, it's just really fun because it's it's it an easy so dangerous. it's an easy so sport to understand because it's binary either you make it or you don't. It's the same thing as high jump. Yeah. It's easy to follow, but it's still crazy that people are flinging themselves 15, 20 feet in the air whenever they're pole vaulting. Um, I don't know. I mean, I love to watch the hurdles, both short and mm-hmm. four hundred. Mm-hmm. I just can't get enough. Yeah. Every once in a while, you get a fun, like, fun fall. It's true. <laughs> I've had my share of falls, so I can say that. I feel like the hurdles are kind of like the NASCAR of of track. Like, you yeah. watch for the speed, but then also we kind of watch for the crashes. <laughs> so, yeah, that's a, it's fun. Okay, last question. Sentimental. What will you miss most about Arizona when you graduate? This is kind of the cop-out answer, but the people. I mean... This university saw me from age 18 to 24, so that's a quarter of my life. They've helped raise me kind of into the person that I am. Um, support staff, strength coaches, my own coaches, teammates. It's all been just one big family. And if I'm not staying in Tucson after this year, they're probably going to be what I miss the most. I thought I would say being part of a team. I feel like you meet these people and you spend four years with them and it's kind of like, sets of people but I don't know I'm gonna miss having teammates that are with me every day talking with me know my flaws know my you know all the stuff about me so I'll probably miss that well I know the track program will miss you both a lot (laughs) (laughs) so that's it for our segment and um good luck the rest of the way and Tally Bonds and Jordan Geist the Bear Down Podcast thank you thank you